December 13th, 2019. Ooh. Friday the 13th. Uh, your host this week, myself, Lee. I'm joined by Reed. Hi. And Andrew's back. Yo. Andrew, everybody missed you. <laughs> <laughs> what's, so, what's so funny about such a wholesome it's, comment? Listen, it's, uh, it's, it was a wholesome comment, but it was based on uh, lies. No one... No one seemed to know Sanders. Just joking. Wow! Wow! Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like uh, what's his name? The the clones. The uh, from WWE now with the wellness violation. The clones. No one really noticed. That oh, those guys were gone. <laughs> the clones. Uh, yeah, Andrew had a wellness violation. They're like Andrew was still signed with the podcast. Anyways, we got uh, some stuff to talk about this week. I watched nothing of Raw, which is par for the course for this podcast. I watched an hour of Raw. Which hour? Uh, <laughs> like. I didn't. I missed the first seven minutes. Okay, was and there something really important? Well, it was just speaking of raw. It was just Kevin <laughs> being like, "Seth, are you a bad guy?" And Seth's like, "No." And then the AOP came out, and that's when I tuned in. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of raw, uh, coming to Winnipeg as we mentioned last show, February twenty fourth here in the Peg, uh, we'll be on TV. So look for us. Marking out. Face and camera, baby. That's right. If uh, one person in the crowd has a Baron Corbin sign, it's going to be Reed. Yeah. Baron oh, Corbin's yeah. not even on Raw, as we've brought up and mentioned multiple times. So Yeah, we're still going to bring Baron Corbin. He's going to bring Baron Corbin to Winnipeg. That's yeah. what's going to happen. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be there. Uh, so, uh, according to plan, we will review the Retro Raw uh, coming up. We'll do a full recap of it, the one from 15 years ago that Andrew was present for. Yeah, baby. Uh, so, Andrew's going to get us that somehow. He's got He's got the file. Uh, we'll watch that because you can't just use the WWE network anymore. That's that's old hat. Come on now. Uh, they apparently blocked IP uh, spoofers, so like the subscription number in the United States dropped like super low because people were using IP maskers to act as if they were subscribed. That's what I was doing. I yeah. had I was I was in Beverly Hills subscribed to the WWE but network. You're still paying though, right? You're still paying. Yes. So yeah. what are the f- okay? Sure. So what does it matter? That's a really good question, Reed. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. If, well, if, if your PlayStation was actually on that same IP masker, you could actually download the app and make it a lot easier to watch the network. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, because uh, watching in Canada is well, it's like it's like Netflix. When you, you log into Netflix in another country, either with an IP spoofer or you're literally in another com- country, you access that library. I don't know if it's a licensing thing. I don't know, actually know why. No, I'm talking more of a pain in the ass in the sense that you have to go through a TV provider in Canada. Yes, yeah. And then, then you're able to it's sign awful. in. Yeah. yeah. It's shit. Yeah, well, that's what I was, I was using Andrew's login as well. And it's just like, wow, this is convoluted. You have to log in through your IP provider and then into the WWE yeah, network. I, like, why can't I just PayPal that shit? Put yeah. my username in. I want to watch Jared Monday Night War, damn it. Uh, so, yeah, let's let's just uh, give complete a miss to, to Raw and go on to what we did watch. Uh, in this case, I think everybody in the room watched AEW Dynamite this oh, past yeah. week. Oh, hell uh, yeah. And then there was NXT as well, which I believe Reed. No, I forgot to watch it yet. Well, I didn't that's forget. okay. I tried to, but on the thing I used, it was like no dice. Oh yeah, it happens, man. So you get what you pay for. You try, <laughs> you try once, um, and if it doesn't work, then you just don't try again. Beyond that, this might be one of the smaller, the smaller episodes, the shorter episodes we've done in recent history, uh, as everybody had to eat tacos and noodles and all that kind of garbage. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll talk about NXT AEW. We got read on honor. If there's an update for that, no. we have some quick <laughs> news, and then uh, I need to talk about WWE 2K20, which might be an ongoing segment. Uh, as I plan to finish that career mode, because it is something else. 
but in a good way. Uh, they almost like leaned into, hey, these games are awful, so why don't we just, you know, make it awful, make it make it as awful as we possibly can. Like just lean completely and, and charge the, everyone full, and price. charge everybody seventy nine ninety nine. The Phantom Menace method, I see. It is the most broken WWE two K game I have played, which is insane. Not only is this. Uh, again, the 14th game this, this, that Ukes and whoever, they handed it off, right? Yeah. Uh, not only is this the uh, 11th game that they've released, it's also like the last game on the PS4 and Xbox One. It's like, you guys, in six years, you haven't figured this no, out? No, no, 2K21 will come out on PS4 and Xbox One as <laughs> you're, well. You're absolutely right, probably. Just Dance just came out on fucking Wii, man. So. Yeah, Wii, man. Wii, uh, man. So anyways, let's talk about AEW Dynamite. Uh, so from, where was it from? Where, where are they from? Uh, what does it matter? Somewhere in the south. Uh, Dallas? Garland, yes. Texas? Yeah. Uh, the Curtis Caldwell Center. So first off, we have John Moxley coming out. Uh, defeats Alex Reynolds pretty handedly in a squash match with the Paradigm Shift DDT. New record in AEW for fact. That's right. Why not? Those are cool statistics to, uh, yeah. to keep. Do it. Uh, messy show for JR. I'm just going to say that right off the bat. I thought he was... I wasn't. I was half paying attention because there was also the game awards and a bunch of other oh, stuff going on. He, he seemed, yeah, he seemed a little off. Yeah, it, it was he, the butcher and the blade man. He's never yeah, been the same. Like, <laughs> well, even it, it was that segment especially. He didn't really know where to go, what to say, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if it's just maybe. I'm glad I wasn't the only thing, one. Yeah. yeah, he's like. Mm. Uh, so Chris Jericho comes out, makes an offer to John Moxley, an offer he did not make to MJF. Uh, he wanted MJF to ask, but John Moxley, being the uh, who Chris Jericho describes as the biggest threat to his championship, uh, offers uh, extends the olive branch to join the inner circle, and that's kind of that. Chris Jericho's fantastic. Uh, he, just the simple heat, where like if the crowd starts getting involved or cheering at something, he'll just knock them down by calling them morons, and it worked six or seven times in this segment, like <laughs> just so quickly, just so flippantly. Uh, it's 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 fantastic. Um, yeah. Anything more to say about that? Or this Mox- wasn't the only Chris Jericho segment Moxley's we got either. Moxley's still very over. I don't know why I really like his theme song, even though it's super. Oh no, rare. it's great. Yeah, it's, it's like just, doom music. It's just like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically, basically. Physically, he's looking better and better as time goes on. Yes. Like he cleaned himself up a little bit in that regard. Well, not having. Sorry. No, I was going to say at the end and run at WWE. It's insane. He started getting better, and then yeah, it's insane how much. Him caring has changed his entire persona. Well, like, just even how he physically carries himself, he looks have, like he gives a you shit. You have to remember that they're not also doing six shows a week like WWE. That's right. Shows. Yeah. So he probably has a lot of time to recover. To pump iron. You actually have time to look after your health. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not dealing with concussions and broken shit all the time. Yep. I was watching a uh, an OSW review of like an older Royal Rumble. It was like, like 2017 or something. And like just the, the, the Dean Ambrose... Just where he was at at that point, because that was when he was already kind of he wanted to walk out the door. So that was part of Chris Jericho's promo here. Was just like, hey, when you wanted to get over, you came to me. When you want, when you lost your lust for the wrestling industry or whatever, he said, you Remember came to me. To we have to put over OSW as, as much as possible. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then Jericho's like, you paid me back by giving me the paradigm shift to the pay per view or whatever. It was <laughs> it was great. It was fantastic. Um, okay. So next up, we had the Butcher and the Blade and the Bunny. Versus QT Marshall and Cody, uh, decent match. Good I showing for the match, Butcher and the Blade. Actually. Yeah, um, it was a big showing for QT, who no one gave a shit about prior right. to this. He got over. He got he over because he looked like a guy that was attempting to do stuff, and he was attempting to do stuff that was far above his uh, level of yes 
wrestling ability. Probably because he hasn't wrestled in a while. Cause it could have been the same guy who jobbed to Moxley at the beginning of the show, and you might not have even noticed. Yeah, right? but like, from just... what I understand, he's a coach, so I don't know the last time he had an actual matches. But yeah. he tried to do, like, some weird suicide uh, dive that yes. did not work well at all, but it endeared him to the crowd because he can tell he's really trying and the crowd went... Uh, was it him that did a crossroads in this match? MJF did one later, no, but yeah, this guy no, did yeah, a crossroads. He, he did a better one than MJF, yeah. though. He yeah. did a better one. Listen, this is a this show has really been a who's who of bad crossroads. <laughs> uh, so anyways, yeah, they look good. Um, the Butcher especially, he's got a real neat look to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they do just seem like, are these guys from the Dark Order? Because the guy comes out in a gimp mask and you're just like, it's very samey. We've talked about that last week, though, where there's just like a lot of cult... Or like, there's a lot of uh, evil gimmicks. Yeah, like, cool. Post match, as Cody sat dejected on the outside, Darby Allen flew down the aisle. He approached Cody and extended his hand to help him to his feet, a sign that Cody may uh, still have friends in AEW, which is nice because even his wife it's, is like doing some weird shit. It's, right just, now. it's just funny though. Where it's like for this match, I can't find a friend, so I'm gonna gra- I'm gonna get QT, and then all of a sudden, like Darby Allen's like, "Hey, I'm your friend." After the match, where, where were you ten minutes ago? Yeah. <laughs> Two commercial breaks. Look, ago. I won't let you down. Like QT, let you down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, QT, that guy. That guy's holding you back. MJF cuts a promo. This guy... Scathing promo. Like, for his age, he is so comfortable uh, on the microphone. It is it is unreal. He's he's captivating. He's not saying much that's... Like the, oh, Andrew's trying to open up the door. <laughs> no, uh, he, he's not necessarily saying much. Uh, the promo itself is is not so much as good as the way it is delivered. His, his stage presence, so to speak. Um, so he uh, had taunted Cody in a pre-taped promo prior to the previous bout. Uh, he was out with Wardlow. Uh, he called in one of the production assistants to the ring, saying that he saw him laughing last week as Cody made fun of his crossroads. MJF forced the staffer to kiss his ring before delivering a crossroads. He called out Cody for referring to him as a knockoff Chris Jericho last week before he started verbally ripping into his former mentor as only he can. Uh, yeah, so he's got a lot of uh, stipulations, but he will fight Cody. Uh, there you go. <laughs> doesn't he? Doesn't he pick the stipulation of the match? Or uh, I'm trying to see. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Following stipulations, he will not reveal these stipulations here in Texas. However, not in yeah. front of these idiots. Uh, MJF said that you'll uh, have to wait until New Year's Day episode of Dynamite in AW's home of Jacksonville to learn what his demands for the match are. There you go. How, use, a, how useless is Warlow? No, he's he, just, he's, how useless is he? Like, like uh, he's it's just muscle. But he doesn't need muscle right now. He doesn't need any intimidation. The intimidation is MJF. He is the intimidation. You can't it's, touch. No, like they're not. They're, but there has been no. There's been no matches. <laughs> there's <laughs> been nothing happening. I will agree with you on that. But I think what they're trying to go for is MJF being a chicken shit heel who's going to be a coward. But yes, the problem is, is that he hasn't had any matches to show off that chicken shit heel side yes, of him. Very few. But, but that's, that's just it. When Jericho did it as a chicken shit heel, he used a bunch of stooges to protect him. Whereas we're using. If you're trying to use a legit, like. Big, bigger person as your defense, it just doesn't. It doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, I think they wanted to. That way. I think they wanted to bring in Wardlow, and they're like, "What? What do we do with this guy?" And they're like, oh, well, "You know, MJF's just tack him on. Yeah, let's just let's yes. It, it seemed like uh, to refer to WWE 2K20, someone just went into the rosters and been like, "This guy's with this guy." That's just how it is now. <laughs> no, I don't think uh, it takes away from MJF at all, though. Personally. Nope. Um, nope, not at all. It, it adds a level of healitude to him to have just like a muscle guy there that will get in your face that will try to fight Diamond Dallas Page. Yes. Uh, <laughs> stuff like that. Dark Order 
they're speaking directly to Alex Reynolds in his hotel room. Is that what this was? Yes. Uh, this week's Dark Did you not watch it? Yeah, of course. The Dark Order <laughs> vignette uh, featured Alex Reynolds in a hotel room as a standard recruitment video aired, with the host asking Reynolds questions such as, are you tired of being a jobber? Reynolds was understandably freaked out, uh, and Beaver Boy's teammate John Silver eventually entered the room as Reynolds was shaken from the experience. Uh, so there. I was a big fan of this. I thought it was, it was funny. I, yeah, thought, I, I didn't think it was that funny. I think it was just good in general. All right. Genuinely good. Yes. I yeah. think it was just like, if you want to get over an occulty, weird gimmick like Dark Order, you do shit like this. And it's just a shame they never did this stuff before they debuted. Yeah. It's, you only have so much time. But I think uh, next and, time... And you have to honestly consider that, oh, these guys, let's see what the temperature is on them. Okay, people are not liking them. they got go-away heat. Now, suddenly, with these vignettes, they're one of the more interesting things on the show. Yeah. Well, even more uh, so when you don't have, like, really the, the, the space to begin with to, to cut a bunch of promos like that. Yeah. Especially for Dark Order. Hindsight's really twenty twenty. The the, the the good part is they're actually going back to fix it right now. Yes. And yeah. their promos are really good. And I think that bleeds into a larger thing that AEW does that's very good, and that is we'll take feedback and we will actively go out yeah. of our way to take that into consideration. Keep in mind, this is their, like, 10th show yeah. ever. Yeah. So people are like, oh, women aren't getting as much promos or storylines. Well, guess what? Here's more women promos and storylines, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Oh, Dark Order Speaking is very which. bland. <laughs> oh, here's more Dark Order being that. Hey, you want some women? You get Big Swole and Emmy Sakura. Oh, this next. is a good match. It's fine. No, I the women's match last week with uh, Statlander was... I thought this was a very good match in Big Swole for her TV debut. She was yeah. on Dark, but not actual TV. She came out looking great. People were very much behind her. I thought it was good for what it was. It just it seemed like a mismatch between uh, Sakura and, Look, I don't... and and her. They just, they're just they just not two good compatible types when she's really goofy and Big Swole's to be taken seriously. Hmm. It didn't really gel that well. Like Their they're on, they're, they're, uh, on-mat stuff was great. But it just seemed like there wasn't really that that gelling of like it, personality. It, it goes back to that wrestling that's just good or fine just doesn't cut it anymore when there's 24 hours of wrestling a week and a lot of it is... No, I... Everybody's pushing the I envelope, somewhat so. disagree with you both. Not so much Andrew was saying they were a weird pairing, but I don't think this needed to be a really great wrestling match. I think this just needed to be a showcase for Big Swole, and yep. that's what it was. Um I think you look, this is a bigger issue in the fact that there is not a lot of women signed right now. And the women that are signed, you don't want to beat them right away. So yeah. who do you put with Big Swole besides Emmy And Rio's been missing for weeks at this well, she's point. Probably well, she's probably... She, she was sitting in the crowd. They had her... No, that was... Um, what was that? Eating popcorn? That was the samurai gimmick one. Um, oh, the number one. Shida? Yeah, Shida. Yeah. yeah, so you don't want to beat her because you're also pushing her. You don't want to beat... Beat Britt Baker because yep. Britt Baker is one. Uh, so in beating Emmy Sakura, Big Swole is now technically the number three contender behind uh, Hikaru Shida, uh, and then Riho would be. So you know, whatever. Yeah, if you could have Big Swole go over Shida and do a triple threat or something like that. Yeah, uh, it's just uh, they have a lot of people to compete with for uh, top women's talent on the yes. indie scene. Obviously, most of them are signed with NXT or WWE now. Um, Impact has Tessa Blanchard and Jordan Grace, who are yeah. both fantastic. It would be great to see them in AEW, but. Uh, from what I remember, they signed, they signed contracts recently, so they might be oh, there yeah. for a while. Oh, yeah. uh, next up, we had some tag team action. We had Hangman, Page, and Kenny Omega versus Kip Sabian and Sean Spears, the <laughs> chairman. Uh, this was a match. <laughs> There's so many things about this I did not like. Yeah, so during the matches, the heels had the advantage. The lights went out. 
when they came back on, Tully Blanchard was tied to a chair at the top going, of the stage. You're going past some things here. Uh, you, okay, go for it. Can for we it. talk about Sean Spears for a minute, please? Yeah, what, what is there to say? There's the no, chairman. There's no bigger uh, tease in wrestling right now than every time this match starts, the light goes out, and for a brief second, everybody's like, oh, who is it? Is it going to be a new, new de- <laughs> yeah. It's the football. Um, is it going to be a new debut? Is it going to be somebody going to appear in the ring? And then the lights come on, and it's just Sean Spears. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Right. Should we not be used to that by now? You're right, though. Because every should. time that does happen, I'm like, whose but entrance is this? 20, like, years oh, of, 20 years of wrestling has conditioned us to say, lights go out, something surprising is going to happen. And then it's just Sean Spears. Or it's like Bray Wyatt teleporting. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been conditioned yeah. to believe it's The Undertaker. Exactly. I want to see a supercut of all the times you can accidentally see people moving through the dark. I want to see Bray Wyatt <laughs> running down the ramp or like coming out from under the ring and yeah. like... Because that, that, that was a husky and man back this, in the day. And then this goes into that issue of the Tully Blanchard thing. Lights go out again, and you're like, oh, it's in the middle of the match now. Now yeah. it's going to be something. Oh, okay, it's Joy Janela. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. I, I'm not that upset by it, but no, you I, are right that every time the lights go out, I'm like, what's happening? No, I don't think you should. I don't think. I think they're over. He's a heel, the, though, so the okay. lights go out gimmick. <laughs> especially for. Like, you could hear the crowd deflate when it was just Joy Janela behind yeah. Tully Blanchard. Oh, oh okay. We've yeah. seen their match before, and it wasn't particularly that's good. His, that's his new gimmick, just Joey Janela. <laughs> yeah, just Joey Janela. It's just Joey Janela. Uh, Tully Blanchard was tied to a chair at the top of the stage as Joey Janela emerged behind him. Spears left the match to brawl to the back with Janela. Omega looked poised to get the win for his side as he hit the V-trigger on Sabian. Uh, but as he ricocheted off the ropes, Page made the blind tag. Uh, he flied in with the buckshot lariat to get the win. Uh, Omega looking visibly a little upset by this. Post-match Omega looked a bit perturbed, as they put it, uh, that he was about to put the match away, but his elite brother, Paige, essentially, well, not anymore. No, not anymore. According to a throwaway line by a commentator two weeks ago. Well, if you want to be in the ring, but that's... We, but talked, no about, we talked about uh, that last week. <laughs> elite brother, Paige, essentially stole the win away as Paige wildly celebrated the story of Paige and his uh, new edgier side continues to be fun to watch. I, on I told program. you guys he's turning heel. Uh, so next up, uh, it's the Lucha Bros and uh, Kenny and Hangman. So you can see maybe some dissension between Kenny and Hangman. Then you can have Kenny fight Hangman. Why not? Yeah. No, uh, it, that's what it should be, honestly. And I think they started doing a new thing where they separated tag records with singles records. Yes. Which is absolutely the way to go because if you have a singles wrestler who has a good singles record but a ta- bad tag record, so that doesn't matter. On the flip side of that, there's also the thing where if you are in a tag match and you don't take the pin, does that count as a loss for you in your tag record? I don't know that it does. No. I would, I, you for singles wrestlers, I don't think it matters too uh, much. Yes. Like when Kenny comes out and he's been in tag matches before, he, it only showed his singles record. Uh, so, I don't know. Listen, you got to make it count. you got to make it make sense. Yeah. Uh, Brandy Rhodes has a pre-recorded... Something or other where she's taking her clothes off. Uh, the leader of the Nightmare Collective cut a pre-taped promo in which she ran down the baby faces on the AW Women's roster, including encouraging us to play a drinking game by taking a shot every time Bert Becker mentions her boyfriend. The focus of this promo, though, was the new star Chris Statlander, as Brandy proclaimed uh, that the family will soon be complete, and they're just waiting for our alien to come home. Rebecca. This felt... This this was... What's that? Rebecca. Rebecca who? It's a, it's Chris the, Statlander? You said Brand, the name before. Brandy? The name you said before. Yeah, 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 you said Rebecca. You what said did I say Rebecca? Rebecca? Oh, shit. Britt Baker? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, that, <laughs> might, might have been it. that makes Maybe way more sense. Maybe you guys need to pay attention. You uh, said Rebecca. This felt uh, kind of close to, like, it was delivered better, uh, because it probably wasn't from a script, uh, but this sounded like a WWE heel promo. The, 
<laughs> the the, the build-up needs to have a huge payoff. Otherwise, I, I, it's just, I'm being wasted at this point. Yes. Uh, there okay. has not been a wrestling match to do anything with this. There's been a wrestling, uh, wrestling match. Kong has been continuously touted to keep people interested. But unfortunately, the longer this goes, the bigger the payoff's going to need to be. Or else this is going to fall flat on its face. Yep. Uh, and also just running down the faces and, and not putting them over at all. Uh, this is wrestling. You can find a way to do both. They haven't run uh, over any faces yet. All they've been doing is No, no, no. She's just, she was just running down the roster of, oh. of lady faces. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Luchasaurus is out next against uh, Sammy Guevara. Uh, Jericho comes out and kicks Excalibur off of commentary, which was fantastic. That was amazing. Uh, get out of here. Get Leave. Get him out of here. Get, <laughs> he gets to leave the stage. He can't simply just stand behind them. <laughs> Uh, the entire match, uh, Jericho is putting over Sammy Guevara, and it was quite quite good. Uh, so, Luchasaurus picked up the victory after the extinction. Jericho and uh, Jake Hagar, who were on commentary, flew to the ring to aid their fallen inner circle brother. Hagar uh, went right after Luchasaurus as the two brawled on the outside while Jericho was left in the ring with Jungle Boy. Jericho tossed Jungle Boy over the rope, and he skinned the cat to come back into the ring and roll up Jericho's. Marco stunt counted three to the light of the crowd one week ahead of Jungle Boy taking on the challenge. Uh, of lasting 10 minutes in the ring with the AEW champion. Jericho continues to do an amazing job, etc., uh, etc. Et and then uh, uh, Dustin Rhodes came down and had, had some fists. Uh, did you talk about Jungle Boy mock pinning? I, I did just say that, yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Marco uh, Stunt counted the three. Yes. Uh, yes. He talks so fast during these recaps. It's yeah. crazy. We gotta, we gotta get through it. Is, uh, we still, the, the, we still the have like thing. 23 minutes. Um, listen, listen. <laughs> the mock pin was fantastic, and that's what you need to get Jungle Boy more over. Yeah. Um... Because we all know he's going to lose next match. Like, he hasn't won a match yet. Yeah, no, <laughs> but yes, but this is how you start getting him into that direction. I and to be big... clear, this match next week is not a championship it's match. Not. It is just a match. Um, and this fixed a lot of issues I found this week that we were talking about, was it last week or two weeks ago, where a lot of storylines seem to bleed into one another and people seem to have three feuds going on. It seems now that everybody's gone their separate ways. So now we have Moxley and Jericho, and Jericho's going to have a very small, very quick feud with Jungle Boy. Cody has veered off to feud with the Blade and the Butcher. Yeah. And uh, everything's looking okay. Everything's uh, all right. Uh, so anyways, the next pay-per-view will be AEW Revolution, and it will take place Saturday, February 29th in the Wind Trust Arena. It's a long ways away. It's a long time from now. That's... It's two months. It's a lot of TV, brother. A lot of TV, brother. Uh, The Young Bucks and Ortiz and Santana, uh, or Santana was called like eight different names in this match. Was he? Uh, Yes. I I almost wanted to go back and and hear it because I think JR called him something completely inaccurate at one point. Um, I I swear I've heard them referred to as the Lucha Bros before. I swear I've heard someone on commentary refer to Ortiz and Santana as (laughs) Lucha Bros. I swear it's happened. Uh, Anyways, it was a Texas street fight. I didn't like this match. <laughs> Listen, when you when you take this many bumps from weapons and tables and stuff like that and no sell it like the young bucks do in this match, I just I I don't care. Well, uh, Andrew, what do you have to say? Yeah. I don't know. I just think I, I just think it's a, that's a, that's a critique from someone who doesn't like these matches in the first place. That's right. Yeah. That's why I didn't like I this mean, one. That's that's well that's that's what I mean. Yeah. It's like it's like I don't like it because I don't like these kind of matches. The end. Yeah. It doesn't seem to find as a bad like, match. Did you just... like Did you like the first TLC at WrestleMania X Seven? You're implying I've watched WrestleMania X7 in you recent, haven't? In recent no, memory. You've probably never seen it. You f- fucking. I have to. <laughs> That's uh, Stone Cold and, and The Rock. Okay, I guess I'm on I've the opposite it. end a of the spectrum. A long time ago. Andrew seems to be somewhat in the. Or, Wasn't sorry, that 2003? 
I don't like rewatch WrestleMania. That, that, that was the first deal. WrestleMania X7 is the greatest wrestling It's, it's the one worth rewatching. Uh, yes, that, on, that yeah. but unironically. Sorry, Andrew. A- Anaheim, right? WrestleMania X7? Yeah. Uh, Houston, Texas. The Mighty the Oh, Stone that one. Yeah. The yeah, Mighty yeah, Ducks. Yeah, yeah. Stone Cold yeah. Rock X7. Yeah. Um, Triple H Undertaker. Yeah. First no, TLC. That was, uh, that was a really it's, awesome event. It's the greatest wrestling pay per view of all time. Uh, this it, the pace and the bumps is just in contrary to everything else on the show. I want my wrestling to be serious. I want it to be serious. I want to see wrestling moves. Why can't Luchasaurus uh, be an actual dinosaur? This is how I feel about it. Uh, uh, the wild brawl between the two of the best tag teams in the world as uh, was as entertaining as one would assume. You skipped over what Andrew and I thought about it, though. I, no, I'm just going to talk about the match, and then you can talk about the match. The chaos was prevalent inside and outside the ring with high highlight reel table spots and comedy, which include Matt Jackson donning a Dallas Cowboys helmet to protect himself from weapon shots. Uh, and pop the live crowd in the process. When it was all said and done, the Young Bucks emerged victorious after the Meltzer driver onto Ortiz on a chair. Post-match, SEU came out. Yeah. I don't know. I could honestly think that if you, if you thought that that, uh, that Kenny and uh, Moxley match but it was too much, yeah. this was the perfect amount. They didn't go over over the yeah, over the edge absolutely. with weapons or pulling certain obscure items out from under the ring. They stayed within the confines of... What we usually expect from like a, a simple street fight, nothing like no holds barred, gonna murder the other guy like Kenny and Moxley did. It was chairs, it was tables, and maybe the, <laughs> and the, 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 the occasional trash can, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was just simple fun. I like when the announcers put over that when the trash can gets bent, the angles on it get sharp and becomes more deadly. Yes. <laughs> No, that's I, a good observation. It's, it's true. Man. I loved this match. Um, when I was first getting back into wrestling after since I was a kid in like 2016 or 15 or whatever it was, uh, all only thing I watched at the time was WWE, and I was like, yeah, whatever. Then I started watching some indie stuff, specifically lots of Young Bucks, lots of Ring of Honor, and everything. And these are the kinds of matches that you see on there. And this is what got me excited because I'm not in it. I'm not into wrestling because I want it to be. Oh, we're we're grappling, and I gotta get gotta do headlocks for 20 minutes. I like fast paced. I like chaos. I like cool shit happening in the ring. And this was lots of cool shit happening yep. in the ring. Listen, I've established this. Uh, the more weapons you use, the more I am out of the match because the more I can't buy into it. That's it. But it's you realize that's it. That period. You, 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 period. You realize that you're watching a product where you have to suspend yes. your disbelief. For yes, of I do realize that. that. Yeah, this, that's my thoughts on it. Okay, I can believe someone fake punching someone. I cannot believe someone being thrown haphazardly through a table, which would be the main spot in any other match. But in this one, just a no sell. Pop back up. Get back in the ring. But this is like this is the same as Janelle and Omega on Dark. Like, it's not any different as far as pace yeah, that's and good, stuff that's a good goes. Point. That one had a lot more... And you didn't seem bothered wrestling. by that at all. And I don't, that, was a, that was a better match. I don't know. That, like, I wasn't bothered by that one. You're right. And what was listen, the difference? Variety is the spice of life. This show has lots of variety. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, we can't just have wrestling, like listen, pure wrestling listen, all the time. All the guys in this match are very talented. They did a lot of cool shit in this match. It's just not for me. That's it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> How dare you? I don't <laughs> have to like it. How dare you have a different Why, why don't you conform? <laughs> why don't you just conform and like it? Uh, anyways, that was AEW Dynamite. That was Dynamite. NXT. Did you didn't I, watch it. No, I forgot. So you're going to leave me out to dry here. <laughs> 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 All right. Finn Balor defeats Keith Lee and Tommaso Ciampa to become the number one contender for the NXT Championship. Which, which you is, will not. 
I don't think he should win at all. Finn Balor should not win the no, NXT no. Championship ever again. There's no You're point. Right. Yeah. He shouldn't be on there in the first place. But yeah. then again, <laughs> yeah. NXT now is, quote-unquote, the third brand. Chomp and Gargano are never going to the main roster, they said. Like, they specifically said that. Yeah, now that it's own... That's what we were just talking about the other day. Now that it's his own show, how can you take... How can you take the top talent from well, it Well, is more of a health well, issue. He said, I cannot do the six-day-a-week schedule, so I'm staying NXT because my neck would break again if I went to the main roster. It's going right. to break again anyway. Are, so. you, are, you, are you talking about a stable person? Are you talking about Vince? Because Vince will do it with <laughs> the snap of his fingers. He's okay. Yeah. Well, it, de- it depends on... You can't on... force someone to go to the main roster if they don't want to, though. They can just be like, no, I'll just not do that. Okay, but well, at a certain point, isn't that part of the contract? Like, yeah, I, it's a I'm pretty sure contract. Ch- made yeah. it into his contract that he was just like... <laughs> My neck will break. Do not send me there. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, dude. Angel Garza defeats Leo Rush by pinfall to win the title in the Cruiserweight Championship in this, in this show. Mm-hmm. Is there any importance to that title at all? The Cruiserweight Championship? Yeah. Uh, Leo Rush was, was fairly yeah, well, over. The NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Sure. Is yeah, it the same? Because the Cruiserweight like, on NXT and there's a 205 it's Live the same, It's the same Cruiserweight it's the same. thing that's always been happening. They have excellent matches, but no one cares. It's, that's not going to change unless they do something about it. But Yeah. Like, when you condition people for 20 years of WWE television, that big guys are the only guys that matter if you're not named Rey Mysterio. Well, the idea being that they're, those little guys can't go for the ultimate prize. Yes, that if exactly. you're in the cruiserweight division, you can never get the heavyweight. You can be the greatest yeah. cruiserweight champion of all time. You're still a fucking jobber. Well, yeah, but AJ Styles was champion for quite a while. So, like, it, it has he's not, changed. He's, not, he's never going to be in 205 Live. No. That's the difference. It's too good. Like, Shane, Hel- <laughs> Shane Helms was a cruiserweight champion back in the day. He was fantastic. But guess what? He was a fucking jobber compared to The Rock. You're a jobber compared to me. A fucking jobber. Uh, <laughs> promos were aired throughout the evening for uh, the three competitors in the number one contendership match, as well as champion uh, Shayna Baszler and challenger Rhea Ripley ahead of their women's title match next week. Raul Mendoza defeats Cameron Grimes via pinfall. I'm just going to run through this quick because uh, if there's Cameron if Grimes to... is a hairy boy, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had Travis Banks defeating Jackson Riker with the, the pinfall. Dakota Kai uh, defeating Mia Yim. Um, a lot of wrestling. They just they just they pile just the matches, wrestle, eh? Which is not um, a bad thing. No, uh, Brizango defeats the Singh brothers. That was a match that took place <laughs> on Wednesday night. Uh, it's surprising that the ratings was tied when you got stuff like that going on. I like Tyler Breeze and Fandango. I think they've gotten NXT is a very strong main event. Though, Remember when so. they were doing their like Twin Peaks gimmick on WWE when they there was like that they, long they, mystery? They, they, never, they never wrestled. They <laughs> <just> did <did> promos. <laughs> it was just them like standing, being goofballs in the back. And it's like yeah, you either get it or you don't. Yep. Uh, and no, they got three hours to fill. So, uh, Bianca Belair defeats uh, Caden Carter. Uh, there you go. That was NXT. That was Solid. the main event. Uh, no, Surely that the, was the main event, I believe, was the, the contendership match that we talked about first, was it not? Oh. Yeah. Yep. We talked about that first. But yeah, Finn Balor should not win it. He Sometimes doesn't need it. No. Yes. He should not. Adam Cole should win it and then be defeated by Keith Lee at TakeOver. Yep. I'm glad we all agree. And then Ciampa's in that conversation too, right? Because it's... Okay, it's... it's, it's is Ciampa babyface right now? Yes, he's babyface. Okay. But um, guy's, he's yeah. babyface with a hard edge, though. Oh, oh shit. Babyface like, with a hard, you know, hard the, E. You know, it's like the AJ Styles thing. Like, after when AJ first debuted, he was a babyface by every stretch of the imagination. He was yeah. all smiles. I'm happy to be here. Then he what, turned heel. And when he turned face again after turning heel, he still had that edge to him. Will AJ Styles go down as the last best surprise at a Royal Rumble? No. No. Who has been since him that has been no. on the level of him? Yeah, you know how many more years WWE is going to operate and how many more fucking Rumbles are going to have? Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Chris Jericho returns to WWE Royal Rumble 2026. Uh, 
Read on Honor. Anything out of uh, Ring of Honor this week? Not that I... Uh... Usually no news is good news when it comes to Ring of Honor. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, not that I remember. They're obviously not doing a whole lot right now. Um, more so ACH, who was in Ring of Honor. He's an NXT talent. I'm sure yes. people know about him. The, we, do, Jordan Miles. Did, that, did that go down before we started doing the podcast again with the yes, t-shirt and all that? but he just like screamed on Twitter. That he's like, I'm quitting wrestling. These fans are assholes. And then one half of Crime Time, which is an old... Uh, Hague team and WB, I'm sure Andrew's familiar with. Um, he's just like on Twitter, he's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he's like, you're such a whiny moaner. To be fair, say anything on Twitter and someone will be there to tell you to shut the No, up. it's becoming apparent that ACH probably has some mental issues. Um, no. There's no excuse you from being a total twat to people online, no. but you should, uh, you should. Go seek help. Get off wrestling for a bit. It's, well, yeah. And therein lies the rub is that what the hell happened with that whole t-shirt thing? It was just like, listen, this guy's nuts, but he's, he's, he's talking you, about something that's very valid. Made, but your point went out the window when yeah. you called Jay Lethal and Uncle Tom. Yeah. You can't. Yes. There's nothing else you could say after that could be taken uh, seriously. Yeah, well, you lose everybody who's on your side yeah, when you, especially start, when you Jay, start pontificating. Especially like Jay Lethal, who's always been a very well-respected, well-rounded wrestler yeah. who has done a lot for the African-American wrestling community, I'm sure. Yeah, especially those who are fans of Macho Man Randy Savage. Well, <laughs> that was a great. Yeah, gimmick. that was a back when she was a great gimmick, and then he went to Ring of Honor, and he was their top champion and their television champion for a long time, and he was having fantastic match after fantastic match, and he was the backbone of Ring of Honor for a long time. He's why people were watching for a good part of it, anyway. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was that structure. So disrespecting him is not good because people love Jay Lethal, and for good reason. Yep. All right. Pro wrestling sheet has learned. This is where I got the. Uh, so I lost my podcast notes. Uh, so I quickly scrambled to get what I could back together here. Uh, listen, I don't want to talk about it, but uh, we're visiting the prowrestlingsheet.com, which I don't recommend any uh, dirt sheet <laughs> website, but here we go. Uh, learned two <laughs> WWE stars have been suspended for wellness policy violation. Sources tell us that Robert Roode uh, and Primo Cologne have been hit with 30-day suspensions this week due to their violations. Unclear at this time uh, what was found in their systems. Rude was last seen on WWE TV at the end of November wrestling in a match on SmackDown against Roman Reigns. Uh, the match ended with Robert having a table dumped on him. The commentary later mentioned that he had been stretchered out of the arena. Uh, Primo has been working in Puerto Rico with his father's promotion alongside Epico. But apparently he is still signed with WWE. We're no. going to go wrestle in Puerto Rico. Yeah, sure. So what you're saying there's going to be no more... Primo mania. That's right. Primo mania is <laughs> over. Uh, like, listen, if we sit here and think, like, if we just like put our heads together and we're just like, what happened to these people list? Curtis Axel, Bo Dallas. Are these guys still with, are they on house shows? Where are, yes. where are uh, these guys? Probably under contract, not being used until yeah. they go home. Wild. Um, Anyways, update. WWE has now confirmed the news on their corporate site, saying that this is the first violation, uh, so they just get the 30 days, and then eventually they embarrass them by uh, revealing whatever they took. That's that's, what, that's their Robert, punishment, right? Robert, Robert Roode punished for finding a backbone in yeah. the system. He's taking, <laughs> taking dick pills or something. Something awful. <laughs> uh, so speaking about things that are awful, let's talk about 2K20. Um, so when I, Why? I... I was done with playing WWE 2K games. Because the last time I played one, I like really went deep into like the creation suite and stuff like that. Uh, That's play- why you buy those games. Right, yeah. Uh, well, it's not for the wrestling, certainly. No, I've uh, never actually wrestled a match so, in 2K games. So most recently, this game came out, and it seemed to be more broken than ever, which seems crazy to think that they've done multiple games on these consoles and should kind of know them inside and out by now. Uh, and that the idea that the most current version of this game might be its worst... 
well, I was just waiting for a sale to hit, and guess what? It did during Black Friday, and I got this bitch. Uh, so WWE 2K20, uh, where do we start? You can't make your own belts. Dumb. You can make your own money in the bank briefcases, though. Dumb. <laughs> you, uh, so I haven't gone into making a crea- uh, character yet. I've mostly just been downloading the world's most awful That's creations. That's also dumb. Have uh, some creativity, Lee. Come on. Uh, listen, I don't have 48 hours a week to donate to this game, so I just wanted to get... You know, your standards. Ronald McDonald, Jesus Christ, the Ninja Turtles. Uh, it takes like 10 minutes to create somebody. Uh, listen, I intend to go make my self-insert character, Lee Suzuki, has been named as such because both those names exist in the commentary thing. Uh, but also, this game has a My Career mode that is actually a story now. So before, you used to have a My Career mode where you would make your wrestler, you would start in NXT, you'd work your way up the ranks and end up on Raw or SmackDown to get to, get to WrestleMania, What's whatever the, the case. What's the famous line from the girl in the cafeteria? And she's talking about how, she's like, that's right, I'm going to like beat up your grandmother or something? Uh, yeah, so it's all awful. Uh, in the story mode, you play as... I'm High paying, schoolers. I'm half paying attention to this because I was trying to watch the damn Game Awards at the same time, which went on for three hours. Uh, but yes, you no, you don't know high schoolers. You are two wrestlers that are about to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. And then the thing is told in flashback. Uh, to when you when you're in high school when you're in high school <laughs> when you look exactly the same so I didn't want to make characters to this I just wanted to randomize characters and I chose two characters with masks on that therefore the faces don't matter only in these cuts do they always wear do they wear masks no, they in the don't cutscenes? so I, I have this one guy I, my guy's named Storm again just because he, so he's a he's a, like a blue luchador outfit and then he takes off his mask and this guy has the smallest head his lips are like like someone intentionally gave him the smallest lip, and he's got this <laughs> awful red goatee under this luchador mask I didn't know about. And now I'm in. Now I'm like, oh, this is excellent. This guy's got a little pin head under his luchador mask. Uh, they're they're pre-voiced. They have names, but then you can call them whatever you want. So what if you made them like? You make two characters. You make what a female if you made character them like Spanish, and then they're talking like uh, listen, normal, like uh, that's that's the like least Americans. of this, this mode's issues. Uh, so in this universe, uh, Kane is president of the United States. Uh, I'm to believe Samoa Joe gets a bionic arm later on, so I at least want to play There's until no that There's no way this is true. This is I am telling you 100% the truth. There's no way. Samoa Joe has a bionic He gets a bionic arm. arm. I don't know how that happens yet. Uh, so the way this is written is imagine... Uh, what, was the, uh, what was the movie, the WCW movie there? What was it called? Ready to Rumble. Ready to yeah. Rumble. So if you... A diamond upside down is a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's what we're talking about. Uh, so if you took Ready to Rumble and someone... And the WWE writers gave it a treatment, uh, this might be what comes out the other end. So you, you're getting into matches that are in your dreams. This girl from the wrestling team shows up in the cafeteria where you're writing your list of like things you want to do in the WWE. We want to... You know, uh, shoot a lion in the face and box Muhammad Ali. Uh, whatever it is. <laughs> what? Um, it's from uh, Simpsons, man. You gotta watch some Simpsons. Oh. Uh, you were watching WrestleMania 17. I was watching The Simpsons. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Those two go hand. Yeah, they go hand in hand, baby. Uh, so, yes. Uh, so, she comes in. She makes fun of your list. Makes fun of you for liking wrestling. Even though her herself is a collegiate wrestler. Uh, and so then, now in their own games, they're also making fun of you for buying their games because, haha, you yes, like wrestling. Uh, you're an idiot for liking WWE. Yeah. Uh, she wants to be Divas Champion. It's vi- basically wrestling with my family, but uh, a caricature of it. Uh, and then, so you go into like a dreamlike sequence where you fight her, uh, and then you'll have objectives such as just get her into red health or like do this or do that. Uh, so you beat the shit out of her. Then your brother, boyfriend? Listen, I wasn't really paying attention. He throws a lunch tray in the ring. She trips on it. 
Uh, and then it cuts back to real life where she just has you in a headlock assaulting you in the cafeteria, essentially. And then your boyfriend, brother, comes to help you. He slips on a lunch tray and gets jobbed out in this cafeteria. Uh, fast forward to them in a hotel room, basically being like getting ready to go... Get, I think they're getting ready to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. You go downstairs and Natalia and AJ Styles are standing there. And as far as I can tell, it's actually them voicing their characters, which is another crazy thing that they got the actual talent to Game do this. Is a friggin' WWE Hall of Fame. So you talk, you talk to AJ Styles, he's like, oh man, it's been a pleasure wrestling you over the years. And then your character stiltedly is like, hey, remember our like match at Extreme Rules? Falls count anywhere, and AJ's like, oh yeah, that was great. And you're like, bring it up on your phone real quick, and then you're in the wrestling match. You're at Extreme Rules, it's you, Storm, the the guy with the goatee, <laughs> fighting AJ Styles in a no-holds-barred match. This is the career mode in this game. Do we have to keep talking about this? This, this, <laughs> this makes me pine for like... The simple story mode of WrestleMania 2000. Just Do you people. remember old school like Raw versus SmackDown, where you could create your own storyline? Oh yeah, and it would be like your that, that was the last best like, good you could, game. You could yeah. insert like abortion storylines yeah. into your game. You could have Triple H and Triple H appear from like a limo and like yeah, and like yeah. they have to kill each other, and then uh, <laughs> another Triple H appears and says, "I'm pregnant." Uh, that's right. <laughs> uh, and then you go over to Natalia, and then you have a match with the girl in Natalia. Listen, it's this is awful. Uh, the the wrestling itself in this video game is it, they changed some of the buttons around, but it's as bad as it ever was. Uh, like the reversal button is now on triangle instead of R one and stuff like that. Um, that's that's about as far as I got in the career mode. Now you're driving. So the Winnipeg is in the game now for the first time ever. You can have your wrestler be from Winnipeg now that Chris Jericho is not in the game. <laughs> Uh, and I chose for both of them to be from Winnipeg, and they're going to go to the dungeon in Calgary, and they're driving, and while you're driving, you have, like, a phone, and you can, like, bring it up, and it's, like, Persona, where you can click, and you can see, like, messages from people in the wrestling... So, like, this guy's got an email where, like, he ordered some wrestling boots, but earlier when I was in the lobby with AJ Styles and Natalia, I looked at it, and it was, like, Candice LeRae or something sent me... Uh, an email is like, oh, y- y- you deserve it. And like just all these wrestlers sending you text messages being like, I can't believe that you're making it into the hall. It, it is surreal. Uh, so if you like things that are bad. Corey Wilson made it into the Hall of Fame. Yes. This is not a landmark achievement. In, in, because they have to induct at least one woman every year, agreed. Uh, just based on attrition. Uh, they're all going in. All of them. Uh, so... Anyways, this game is awful. Uh, you shouldn't play it. Universe mode, uh, again, it, they have taken things away from this game rather than added them, which is just insane. Uh, on top of the wrestlers, the likenesses of the wrestlers all over the map, dude. And I'm talking about, like, on the menu screen, when it's just, like, cycling through retros. Like, Becky Lynch is walking out, and you're like, what happened to her face? What are they doing? Um... It's wild. And yes, the glitches are there. The game crashed on me multiple times doing nothing. Navigating a menu, the, the game just hard crashed back to the dashboard. Um, I What the hell did I do? I did a, So the Elimination Chamber, if you don't know this, in the 2K games, is where you want to be. And specifically, you want to be in the 2015 Elimination Chamber because the glitches are so good. Uh, so you can easily clip into any corner just by running against it and your wrestler will be in the stands flopping around like a fish, flying around at light speed in the arena, but they are still considered in the ring. So occasionally wrestlers can do moves to them or taunt them and then they get like stretchy Mr. Fantastic arms. It is fantastic. And when you, uh, on top of that, make your ring look like a giant pentagram where Satan is coming out and then you have, again, Ronald McDonald, Jesus Christ, Mario, uh, Donkey Kong, all, you know, all the usuals uh, that Reed is, is, is criticizing me 
before. You gotta Ooh, make your originals. Gotta I make made, your originals. In the I universe. made Biker Jesus. No, no one's got time for that. I want the. I want to break this it's, game as quickly as possible. It takes like five minutes. Um, like you can like design your ramp and put stuff on it. So I just put a bunch of race cars. Like guys, wrestlers are walking out. There's just like a whole parking lot of race cars parked there. It's awful. You have to make black rain. Yeah, I can just go. Fun. So, speaking of which, it seems like for the first time ever they are curating the download thing because finding uh, copywritten things, which used to be so easy, you could type in anything you want, McDonald's logo, and you would find it. That stuff is no longer there. Oh. I don't know if that's because they are actually sweeping it or nobody's playing this game and, and uploading. No, it's not being engaged. Probably with. a little bit of both. Yeah. Uh, a a bit of like coffee. I couldn't find a good a good Green Ranger. That's crazy because usually there's just a spot on Tommy in there somewhere. But, All right, we got like a like a minute left. Chris. Yeah, so that's the show. Uh, no emails this week. No OSW this week. I guess. Uh, listen, well, listen, if you want to set aside some time next week and we can talk about our favorite OSWs, let's do it. Yes. Bring your boy boy stables to the. Bring your boy stables. You heard it. You heard it here. So next week we're gonna bring our boy stables. We have to explain to Andrew what that is, so he can bring his own. As me and Reed already have laminated. Yes. Uh, our, our boys boy stable. Uh, for myself, Lee, Reed, and Andrew, that's the Sultans of. Slam and walk